Blog Talk Radio. Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Dr. Charlie Cartwright. How are you? I'm doing excellent, Dr. Dan. How are you? You know, I am doing fabulous. So, friends, guess what? Happy New Year. Today is January 1st, 2021. Let's see how groovy we can make the year. Dr. Charlie and I are here today to give you a a basket of treats to stretch you, to welcome you into a new year. And, you know, think of yourself as just sort of, you know, walking over that threshold and walking into a new room in your life and seeing what we can do. So let me just tell you, this is the K factor. And it's all about kindness. And today we're bringing you lots of factors to reinforce that. And what we are here is we're the influencers. That's what I've named my team here on Blog Talk Radio with our channel that started in December over on YouTube called Partners in Excellence Media with a team of the influencers. Charlie's been sitting here influencing me this morning with his tactics. I love it. So talk to me about rolling pins, Dr. C. (laughs) What's the deal? The the stretching routine is part of my, the daily stretching is part of my New Year's resolution group. And I just feel so much better when I get up and take that time to stretch my muscles, all my muscles. and, And then the added benefit is this rolling that's now, you know, popular and really good for your body. When I was in athletics, we didn't know anything about that, but it's yeah. like the benefit to, you know, foam rolling. And then I like to use a rolling pin on my, my legs, my calves, my calves, uh, thighs, glutes, my arms. And, uh, you know, you can use that rolling pin and it's, it's, it's really so beneficial and it's great for your health, your muscles. And just when you feel flexible and pliable, I think that um, your physiology always impacts your psychology. It does. And so if you're feeling really free and, and loose and flexible, then that translates into how you view things. And flexibility is so important in life because if you're not flexible, you can get broken. That's right. Be like the willow tree, you know, bend in the wind. I have allowed myself, Charlie, I grew up athletic and bendy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. a yoga girl, running girl, ice skating, swimming, you know, and swimming is the one thing that I've really held on to. And and what I find, and it's so interesting that we were having this conversation before we came on, um, what I find is that my flexibility in my legs, as it has gotten tight, my gait is off. And when my gait is off, my attitude is off. You know, the way that you walk when you're, you know, you know, we, we are attracted to people who we see their walk, right? Like that person's got an athletic or a swagger or just a, a really healthy walk and a really healthy vibe. You know, it's sexy, it's smart, it's athletic, it's, it's life reinforcing. All right, I'm ready. 
I'm ready to return to my former inner self. Rolling pins. So true, yeah. The foam rollers, the rolling pins for my extremities, and then a big tubular foam roller that I use on my my low and mid back, low mid and upper back. Just put that on the floor and use your legs and your body weight, man. It's really you just feel all of your vertebrae just getting into alignment. So it really feels good and and uh I've, I've tried, I've played with it. I've been working on it for a couple of weeks because, you know, I wanted to start these things before yeah. January 1st, so I had some momentum. And, uh, yeah, if you just have one good session, like I've, I've tried to do it two or three times, sometimes maybe in the, if I do it in the morning and maybe in the afternoon or evening, one more session. But in the morning, you don't have to repeat it. Yeah. Once you feel like it's loosened everything up, then you don't have to go through it where the stretching that's still in sets of three, right? Regardless of what muscle group you're stretching, you always want to. So describe that. Groups of three. Describe so what you you get up you get up you get out of bed. Do you do the stretching in bed or you get out of bed? Out, yeah, I get yeah. out. Out. And, yeah, get out and do it. <laughs> and you know, there's stretching you can do. This is for people that have they have trouble with uh, leg cramps. Yeah. Then when you stretch, have you ever seen a bird on a tree branch? stretch their legs out, kind of stick them out and stretch, straighten them out. I don't think I've ever witnessed that. It's really interesting to see a bird do that. And so when you when you do that yourself, when, you, when you're laying in bed and you stretch your legs out one at a time and tense them, yeah. a lot of times that'll dissipate people from having uh, leg cramps. Yeah, wow. Some people suffer from those in the morning. Yeah. Like that before you get out of the bed is, is a good idea. Then when I get up, I go through my, my stretching routine. Just start with my neck and and go just all the way. Just moving it around. Top to bottom. I hold it, you know, I hold it down like that position. Ten seconds. Then back. You know, you're looking at the sit ceiling. Ten seconds, right? Then back to the neutral. Then lean it to the right. Ten seconds. Then lean to the left. Ten seconds. Back to neutral. Now then looking to the right. So now you're turning and looking to the right. Right, 10 seconds. Then back to neutral, then returning, looking to the left 10 seconds. So that's one set. Oh, I love now, that. Now when, when, I, when I go back to set two, now it's 20 seconds. Oh. Right? Then set three is 30 seconds. You know, and I go through that. Now you're done with your neck. Now it goes to shoulders, and then just move down your body. But what, so do you do to, what do you do to stretch your shoulders? Grab your elbow. And pull and pull it away from your shoulder. And still have stretch. That's yummy. Yeah, it really is a good stretch. And then you can clasp your hands behind you. And I you, love doing that. That right. opens it's, your chest and stretches right. your shoulders. So that's a good shoulder stretch. I do. And again, when you go start with 10 seconds, then you go to 20, then you go to 30, and then you're gently increasing. The resistance times to kind mm. of get your body into it, and uh, so that's really good, and it just makes such a big difference. And so I'm excited to make it a part of my routine. You know, I would do it from time to time before, and then just not stick with it. But now I see the importance of it, and I really want to focus this foundational, be really foundational with some of the things that I'm doing in 2021. And that starts with me, right? So that's yeah. the foundation. All these other things that I doing personally and professionally frankly 
Um, I am I'm much better. They can be much better executed if I'm taking care of myself. And, uh, and that that's, so that's, so, that's so important. Because mm-hmm. it can, when I take care of ourselves, then eventually it just starts and will start interfering with all the other aspects of our lives. And that's, that's not good. Especially, I mean, equally weighted personally and professionally. You know, if you're, the way you're taking care of your body or failing to, starts to impact you professionally, that's going to impact your income, your your potential, right? Absolutely. And then, and then if it impacts you on the personal side, then, you know, you can really kind of handcuff yourself from really making some great connections and friends that are out there. And, you know, friends, when you're, you know, you want to make them and have them, and then when things do occur, man, you've got your friends there, right? However, if you're not in that position where you've gotten a really strong group of people around you and you're trying to grow that, you've got to start with yourself first because otherwise you're not going to really be able to attract. It's going to be very difficult to attract people into you if they look at you and say, man, you don't, you don't, you don't a, have a cloud hanging over that person. Yeah, really. You know, it's, it's going to be harder to attract folks. You know, what's interesting about that as you're saying that um, some of my conversations over this last several weeks uh, in in kind of the countdown in December, right, into a new year um, have been about the people in our lives and how that has shifted for really so many of us across this last year. And and the people who I really have... um, now, I need to really regain my athleticism without a doubt. I mean, I walk, I walk the beach and all that. That's great. But it's really not enough. As a matter of fact, I just joined a group for um, those of us who are over 40. <laughs> and it's really motivational. And I like it. So it's about increasing my emotion and my movement and, and my strength. I'm really strong. But, you know, you can never be too strong, right? The people... And it just dawned on me as you were speaking, the people who I have really let go of are the people who have not been taking care of themselves prior to this last year. And this last year wiped them out. Whether they got the virus or not is irrelevant. The virus got them, you know? I mean, really. And it wasn't that they were sick with the virus, you know, that whole flu that everybody goes through, but they were just in a in a in a zone of capture, not in a zone of proactive. And it really yeah. shifted our our relationship. I think I think actually that the resentment grew. You know, I was I felt I felt compassionate in their direction, but I think that resentment grew on their part because I never stopped motion. Yeah. And there was a question like, wait a second, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you doing really was the question. Why are you doing? Well, I wasn't, I wasn't out, you know, gallivanting. I mean, I'm just, I'm doing what I do. I mean, I'm sitting here working and, and still being alive and vibrant. And I don't, I don't, I don't know when these people are going to emerge. And by the way, they've said that. I don't know when I'm going to emerge. Well, okay. Yeah. And it's interesting because there's, there's people that will, that will never, Emerge, right? Yeah, unfortunately. That, that, 
And I was just observing the other day because I've really, over time, say that I physically have called someone and said, hey, you know what? I think we need to go in our separate directions. I've only had to do that one time, I think, in the last 15 years with someone that I considered a friend, and then I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't working. I yeah. Like, I had to, had to do that. But I remember it was it was like on a Christmas Eve <clears throat> some years ago, and um, and the person had been there Christmas Eve morning, and then it was just caused enough chaos in the house, so I was like, you know what? Yeah. Can't do it. So, so then recently, I noticed a person that I have in my life that when I see their phone number come up, I don't want to answer it. Oh. You know what I mean? I don't want to answer it. Yep, I do and know what I you think, mean. Then I'm like, okay, I've got to, you know, got to be in the right headspace to answer it. And then if I'm not, then I have to wait. And then, okay, I'm in the right headspace, let me call back. And so that's not. What are you going to do about that one? That's not sustainable. So that one has to, you know, again, wish, you know, wish them all the best, but it's clear that, that it's not a good, it just doesn't put me in a good place. Yeah. You know, in space. And it's interesting because I noticed that this person has a lot of tricks and it's come out over time. I didn't notice it. Maybe I just wasn't aware. I was blind to it. This person has a lot of traits that my my dad had oh my several of them and that you know my father my dad he didn't he did not wrong and and then towards the end i did i had to i had to step away because he was just so toxic that i would have a phone call with him and it was like two weeks to recover from one interact you know from isn't one that, minute interaction isn't that amazing get back to that level then I would have to be at a high level <clears throat> yeah. before I called them because I knew. And then finally, I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, I, I'm not, it's not, it's just not, it's not healthy for me because it takes, then it, then it impacts everything that I touch up. Yeah, right. And so, so it's one of those where I have to make that same, you know, call here after, you know, probably, probably this week. Right. Uh, well, next week, you know, hey, this isn't working. This is why. Here's all my reasons, you know, and uh, and then wish him the best. But and I have, I have, I have, uh, you know, recommended. Hey, this is such an issue. I think you really need to go in and seek a professional to deal with these things. So that's not my space, and I'm not qualified to make any type of diagnosis just from the outside looking in. Yeah. All these things are not normal. Okay. I don't know if anybody else is telling you this, but I am telling you this as a friend. All these things are not normal. Okay. And and then it's been going on now for almost four years and which means probably what's going on before that. I can tell you it's been going on for four years and it's progressing, right? It's getting progressively worse. So um you need to address it, you know. Like immediately, you know, and if you don't, then you're going to continue down this, this spiral because what happens is people end up alone that way because 
people were pushed away. Yes. That negative vibe and yes. end up alone, which right. makes it, it compound it. Yeah. Right. That's right. It compounds it. But I'm not. I'm not. Um, you know, I'm not in the business of that. That's not my space when people have those type of issues. So I want to direct them best I can. Hey, I think we need to seek this help professionally. Here's what we do. But I can't. There's no, there's no benefit to a lifeguard swimming out to someone who's drowning and then that person pulls them down. Well, and you know pull- what? I'm gonna I'm gonna affirm that and and add an element here. I will bet you we're gonna have listeners either right now who are gonna say either that we're identifying them or that we're identifying people that they've got in their life that they know that they need to let go of. You know, it it, it reminds me I, I I as a is a really strong swimmer and is having been certified as a lifeguard early on in my life. You never forget those skills. And they're not just physical skills. They are emotional and psychological skills. And, and um, even this summer, I had a reminder of that in the lake with a really raucous wavy day and a mother standing on the shore who didn't know how to swim. And her two little boys are out in the lake and they are going on. At first, I thought they were playing, and then I realized little kids don't play this way. Nobody plays this way. So I swam out to get them, but I had to turn them around. The littler one I was light enough I could let them glom onto me, but I had to keep them turned away from me because they were going to they grab for your throat. And then the other one, I had to hold him at arm's length and try to use them. I was telling this little one, kick, kick, <laughs> his, his little feeties back behind me. And I'm like walking in, you know, like 10 foot water to get us propelled forward. And I'm saying to the little boy who I've got out in front, use your arms, go ahead, keep swimming, <laughs> use your arms, you're doing it. And I, you know, I had his legs like they were braced up against my thigh. I thought, I, you know, I'm getting pummeled out here. But here was the point. I could not let them go under. It would be a wrong thing. However, for a short stint, I would give it my all and get them to safety and turn them over. And even though, you know, it's a doctor of psychology, I am in the business of being able to identify and I'm certified to diagnose psychiatric issues. Uh, You know what? If you're in my personal realm, if you're in my professional realm, I will do my best and then I will direct you to somebody if you need a really good clinician. But if you're in my personal realm, I'm never equipped to deal with your stuff because it's, it's personal. It's you and I in this space here. And, you know, it's one thing like, you know, you and I are really good friends and, and we can talk about challenges and what kinds of things are going on. I, you know, you've been amazingly supportive and a good mind for me and a good spirit for me in faith and in psychology and in business and just in our personal connection during 2020, which has been hard. I mean, we came together because of 2020, right? You know, reunited because of all this, knowing 
we would uplift one another and carry one another through. And now we're, you know, agreeing we'll go through 2021. But um, I had an incident that, you know, you sparked of somebody I've known my whole life. And they are, they are this enormous ship. They are an enormous Titanic. And they've been sinking for years. Now, friends, very, a very harsh personality, a wonderful soul, but man, they're, you know, the holes in that, in that tanker are just taking them down. And I finally, I just had to say, you know what? I just have to tell you in the midst of an outburst, I just have to tell you, I'm really done. You know, I really I just, I need to walk away. And it's not an easy thing to do, but when you were talking about needing weeks to recover from an encounter with somebody, if you, if you need recovery time and not in a joyful way, but if you need recovery time, whether it's a job or a person or a place, get away. Yeah, it's so true, and this also sparks some other thoughts in my mind. So I remember going through, when I was at FedEx, it was mandatory to go through some first responder training. Yeah. And I didn't mind the training. I minded that I had to come in on my day off, Uh you know, so I I really didn't like the fact that the company wouldn't uh, invest in that time. Wow. Yeah, right. How do they was, get away with that? And it, it just, it, there's so many things like that when I was there. And because you were salaried at that time, now my understanding is they have some type of a power tracking system because, and that probably is, was the result of lawsuit, right? That's how things change, right? Yeah, right. And if, hey, they're taking advantage of me. They're getting 70 or 80 hours of work. Let's know. go with the theme of our show, Freedom Fridays. <laughs> Right. And just because I'm salaried, you don't own me. Right. So here I'm a salaried and, and employee, and I'm there on Saturday for eight hours. Oh, no. Like, you know, Saturday's kind of a prime day off. Oh, my gosh. So, but I'm also one of these people that if I there's something I have to do, I'm not going to sit there and brood or pout. I'm going to make sure that I right. make good use of this eight hours. And of all that training that we went through, the most valuable piece was the thing that he said. What's that? The trainer. And because it applies to so much more than first responders. But the first thing, I remember when he started, you know, he turned around and faced the class. He had all of his gear set down and set up and turned around and faced the, the class. He said, rule number one, do not become part of the problem. Oh. Number one. So he said, let me explain. You come up on a scene. You didn't see what happened, but there are two people down. You want to help. He said, if you rush in without paying attention, the same thing that got them could get you. Now there's three people down. Now Mm -hmm. you've become part of the problem. Not only did you not help the problem, you made the problem bigger. Oh. Okay? So there's so many applications to life. You not become part of the problem. And what happens is that toxicity can bleed over into us, and all of a sudden it impacts our attitude and the way we're interacting. 
with other people. And also that can be insidious, meaning we're not even realizing how different we're we are now interacting with our loved ones or our coworkers. Oh man. So it's so important. So for me, and I did a lot of soul searching about this because it's always uh, a decision to be taken seriously, right? When you're gonna sever a tie. Absolutely. But, but my dad, you know, for fifty years of my life, my dad was this alcoholic, right? And so that that tyranny. It is alcoholism is terrible. Right, but I lived under that tyranny. I spent I spent half a century. I'm done with that. You know, it's not that I don't have any um, empathy for people that struggle with that, but I'm done. I've (laughs) I've paid my dues on that. I'm done with it. Yeah. You know, I've had I know what it does. I've suffered under that. I'm I'm not suffering. And so for when people display those behaviors that that my dad did on a regular basis, I'm not willing to go through that any longer. And I think that's fair. So, um, yeah. You know what? Um, there's another there's another um, colleague of ours on on this platform um, who uh, Ron Williams, who was doing the um, uh, the Daily Show with me. And then, you know, life got busy and all kinds of things happened in the holidays and everything. And so that show's been interrupted. But I heard him speak, and and I was really drawn to him because he's very healthy. He looks the picture of health. He's got a house full of kids, you know, five kids, and he stays vibrant in that direction. But he was talking about wellness, and he's been a CEO of wellness companies and founder of, of wellness companies. And one of the things that he said was when you, when you want to walk into like a love affair, you know, bring me your best. This is great. You know, I'm attracted to you. I'm drawn to you. Bring me your best. Don't be bringing me all your garbage. Don't be bringing me all your illness. Bring me your wellness. Like, why are we going to come together? What are we going to come together over? And he didn't, he didn't say it like that. He said it very eloquently. But, you know, I think about that in terms of our friendships, in terms of our business relationships and our work. Come in here and let's bring one another our best and bring our audience our best. And, and even if we're, we're trying to talk through something, we're bringing it in a spirit of health and well-being. When people... When people get stuck, I've actually had people do this exercise, you know, put your hands together, rub them together. Okay, now pretend that you got a, you know, a bottle of olive oil. Okay, throw, you know, pour the olive oil, put it in your hands. Now, I want you to take it to your head and I want you to massage your head. Why? Because you got stuff stuck in your mind and we're going to ooze it out of there. You know, we got to get it out of there. You, you are stuck in lamenting on something that is so counterproductive for you, you can't even see it. But it causes you to be wretched to be around. It causes you to do horrible, unspeakable things like drink alcohol all day and get inebriated every day and do other things that are just mindless. This this skull of ours 
Yeah, there's a reason why our brain is encased in this hard candy shell. <laughs> it's protected. We got to use it really well. And, you know, Charlie, when people live their entire life enduring, lamenting, and putting on a happy face as though everything is okay, wow, wow, the toll that that takes is amazing. The high price. It's a high price, and in our life, we are you know the sand in the top of the hourglass. Yes. That represents our life. Yeah. That sand is draining all the time. So, and no one knows how much sand they get. My thought exactly. So. Why would we spend that time in these activities, right, that do not serve us or others? And when you start approaching your life that way, then all of a sudden you start narrowing your focus, which is a good thing. And I just, I had a talk with a friend of mine. I went to Omaha, I think. Oh, yeah. To the toy thing? Yeah, that was, was, it was fun. You know, it was fun. And I got to tell you, that trip, you know, I went up there to help my friend, but I think I was helped more than really? I helped him. Okay, and say why. He. So, he's got a 20, his son's 27 years old now. I've known him since he was a little boy, obviously. Yeah. And now he's kind of, you know, running the day-to-day operation. Yeah. And so I was in there saying, hey, I'm just one of the guys. Let me know what I can do. And so they finally found some things where I could be productive, which was basically Checking in, uh, checking in toys and getting the shelves stocked and rearranged. So neat. I helped a few customers here and there, but you know that's a, it's time consuming, right? It's tedious to do that, but I enjoy it because you know they can't sell the stuff until it's on the floor. Right? Did you feel and like an got, elf? Hmm? Did you feel like an elf? You know, it was kind of fun. It was, it was just fun, and then you know people were looking for presents. And yeah. Gifts. Hey, sir, do you know what these? Oh yeah, they're open here. Oh, that's so neat. It was fun. But I remember at some point during the day, the son comes back, and my friend works, so he works from home. So once the store is closed and at night, he looks at everything we sold. Hey, do I need to order more? Where yeah. we have with inventory? I mean, he goes through that to make sure that they have all the tools they need. So that, so that's how it, how he runs the operation. Yeah. But at some point during the day, the son comes back to me. That was late in the day. Said, hey, I just want to tell you. I want to let you know a couple things. I want you to know what you mean I'm saying this. Wow. Friend, what your what your uh, friendship means to my father. Really. And what you mean to me. It hit me for about it hit me for about five minutes, and I was blown away. Oh. I had no idea, right? Yeah. He said, because his dad is superintendent, and and not that I'm not. But he's, he's a level, <laughs> you know, he's just, that's his personality super intense. You know, growing up, it's tough at times. Yeah. And my dad's so intense. And he, you know, my dad's got a lot of friends. And he says, you know, in our personal conversation, he talks to me about, you know, more adult things. And he, one day he was, he said, on several occasions, he's lamented that the only friend that, 
I don't have to be first with the only friend that reaches out to me first on a regular basis is Charlie. He said, the last time we had that conversation, we're talking in the phone ring. And he looked down and said, it's Charlie. Right? <laughs> he said, so I want to thank you for that. Then he said, I really, you know, it was challenging for me because my dad was so intense. And he said, you were the same way on the football field, same personality. I said, oh, yeah. yeah. When I was sitting in a white line, it's a, it's a whole different switch, right? <laughs> and so we had that very similar mindset. But he said, I just, we were talking one day, and he said, you suggested a book for me. And he said, that book changed my life. He said, I read it every day. I just want you to know what it means to me. And and so that, to me, I was worth the trip, right? I was like, that's worth the, what was the seven book? hours of driving. It's uh, Power of Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Um. And he said, I'd never, he said, I wasn't familiar with any of those terms. I didn't, you know, I, How you know, I, didn't, know, I didn't know about that. So powerful. Then my my buddy that evening, we're sitting there and he's like, hey, you know, you're working here anytime. Hmm. You know, he said, anytime that you need to get away, you need a place to stay, you need to clear your mind. He said, why not come here and spend time with people that love you? Oh, wow. I love this. Well, I was like, you know, it's true because I think in life, we spend so much time struggling with people that really don't love us, really don't support and care about us. And then the people that love us and support and care would love for you to stop over. Exactly. Would love for you to stop and spend that time. Yep. So why not invest that time where it's appreciated and reciprocate and let yep. the other stuff you know, yeah. just let it be. So this, this year's been big on that, right? Because and if I'm going out, I'm asking myself, what am I doing? I would rather be alone than be around someone who is. I mean, I got to put this effort out here. I mean, like this. It's not that. It's not that I ever don't want to put forth effort, but excuse me. Yes, I want a return on my effort. I do. Right? Happiness. Comfort. It's just how it is. And (laughs) and so I remember just the other day, my son came down with a fire stick, something. Hey, my fire stick. You need to, anyway, I was like, okay, let me call my my friend. Instant, yeah. I mean, like, 60 seconds. Six. And so that's that's the response, and I try to do the same. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Exactly. I, my friends need me. I'm gonna be there. Yeah. And and it just I don't I don't abuse it, right? But it's always there, you know. And that's just so important to have that kind of relationship. So, yeah, 2020 was a revealer of so much. And I think when it comes to the support, care, love, respect, it was a revealer of those things, and and I. I got to tell you that, you know, the great Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about her uh, several her. times on this show. And she said, I mean, it was her advice, you know, here's this lady, I think she was in her late 70s when I saw her give this advice for the first time. And I'm sure she's given it, she had given it before. But she said, when, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah. Believe them the first time. Yeah, and when people tell you who they are. I've had people say to me, I'm 
I am an asshole. <laughs> and my reaction is, no, 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 come on. You know, it's like, who says that? Someone who's giving you a warning. Right. Then they, they reveal through their actions, right? Yes. Their actions. They reveal through their actions. Well, they reveal through, because the actions speak louder than words, and they reveal through their actions to lose it. Yeah. You know, why, mm-hmm. why keep, you know, why keep putting yourself through that and hoping that they're going to somehow change? They're not changing. You know, right. that's just the reality of it. It's, right, uh, exactly. So, so anyhow, it's been a, a great year for that. And, uh, you know, 2021, no doubt, there, there will be, you know, challenges that bleed over, you know, from, from 2020. But the lessons that we learned from 2020 are going to help us feel so much better because now we've got a frame of reference. Okay, I know what this is, Yeah. right? You know, I've seen this before. We always do better when we, we've experienced something maybe taking our lumps, and now we know next time, you know. <laughs> I remember this just happened last week. Okay. I play, I like to, there's a game I like to play online, Halo, Halo Wars, and, <laughs> and it's the derivative of this game called Halo that was my favorite game for all time. So <clears throat> played this guy, and, and it's kind of a, you know, mobile chess, basically, you know. It's like a, you know, kind of that, it's kind of chess, but it's, you know, with a little with more animation, tanks, and oh, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, he man battle like, time, <laughs> yeah. So, this guy comes out with a strategy, and you know, I wasn't, I was, you know, I wasn't ready for it. I was listening to what was going on upstairs, and I just finished eating, and I was trying to, so he beats me, and I'm like, man. I know I can beat this guy. I just wasn't quite ready for that strategy. I was distracted. Man, I was trying to play him again. So, like, two nights later, I see his name come up. I know what, I know what he's going to do. And so, I mean, I spanked him. You know, oh, my gosh. It was so gratifying. But I knew, I knew what was coming, and I knew how to deal with it. And so, same thing. That's beautiful. Gonna, that is beautiful. Yeah, a roadmap, and uh, it's given us a, a lot of guidance. So we can say, hey, I know what's coming here. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and solve this and resolve that. Do you know what? Here's one of the things that really bothers me is people are talking about the transition of, of um, uh, I was going to say 1920, uh, 2020 into 2021. I just want to forget about 2020. I am done with it. It never happened. And I say, okay, hang on a second. I thought you didn't like the cancel culture. I thought that you took umbrage with the dismantling of our architecture and our and our cities and our stores and our monuments, you know, and language having to be changed. What if if we erase an entire year? What have we learned? I and mean, you know, what are we bringing forward? That was number one. The second thing I, I, you know, couldn't help but gauge in conversation about is, you know, when people say, I just want to forget this thing, I say, be careful because you hear what you say. And when people are coming to me about someone being demented or someone having memory impairment or somebody's coming to me saying, I have memory impairment. Can you help me? What do I do about this? Well, number one, 
tell yourself, I forget nothing. I put it in a file cabinet in my head up here, and I need to get all this in order so that I can locate all of my possessions. Being every memory, every bit of knowledge I've ever had, every experience, it's all in there. Don't be wishing to tangle it up. And and by the way, so if you're getting if you're getting inebriated, you know, it's one thing to have a cocktail or a drink or something, you know, or people share a bottle of wine. That's not that's not about getting inebriated. That's not being an alcoholic. But if what you're doing is you're inebriating by drugs of any sort, pharmaceutical, over the counter, illegal, or you're you're doing alcohol because you're trying to erase the misery that you're experiencing in your mind. Well, that no, don't do that because you're going to destroy your mind, which means you will have zero freedom. You destroy your mind, you then have zero freedom, and you're damaging your heart. I mean, you can't, your mind and your heart are so desirous of being in synchrony that when you're hurting one, you're hurting the other. So stop. I mean, this person made this innocent comment to me, you know, I took him on this long journey. <laughs> no, don't do this. They thought we were walking across the street. I had him in the car. We were going cross country. You know, it's like I, I couldn't let go. People do these things, Charlie, that are so counterproductive and harmful, really harmful. You don't do that. We we have to learn from 2020. Did I, would I have chosen it? No one in their right mind would have chosen. And by the way, let's not talk about it in past tense. We are still right smack in the middle of a country that is in major trouble. And it's going to amp up here in January. We're we're in the middle of a viral mania that is same, same. And excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, it's global. People all over this planet are really suffering and trying to figure out, like you and I, how do we do well-being in the midst of this? How do we learn? How do we learn? Right smack in the middle of it. What are we learning? Yeah, it's, um, it's a huge challenge. And I think that the, the light's going to come on pretty brightly mm. on January 4th because January 4th, is the first Monday of 2021. So on the heels of four-day weekends for Christmas, on the heels of four-day weekends for New Year's, people are going to wake up 1-4-21, look around and go, hmm, right? Yeah, right. Right? There's no, you know, you better got to roll your sleeves up and get back in there because not much has changed. Right. You don't walk into a renovated space and you don't wake up and look in the mirror and all of a sudden you're renovated too. No. So, you know, the realization is going to hit. Carry it forward. Hey, you got, it's up to you. You know, you've got to get in there and get after it, make it what you want it to be. So. I'm really excited about it in a lot of ways because I see, I see deals that I've been working on during 2020 that are coming into fruition I'm actually using this time. I have loved these two weeks. This is probably my most favorite two weeks of the year because everybody just around the planet sort of lowers down, you know, and, and we have these celebratory things that we do. So it's, it's wonderful memories. 
And for me, it's wonderful memories and foods and decorations and music and um, a spiritedness about it. But it's also my work hours, even though I work for myself, I create my own hours. My work hours are very different because people aren't coming and needing and wanting and, you know, it's just different. And I like that difference. It's healthy. Nice, mm-hmm. healthy change, right? Yeah. So it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be a great year and a lot of a lot of changes will continue to take shape and evolve and and it's really because of our you know our connectedness from a social aspect you know we're a global community now yeah people have always been connected but now it's more apparent. It really is, isn't it? So you feel it too, don't you? We and so, you know, those that understand that and and evolve with it are going to thrive, you know, in these challenging times and those who don't won't. So one of the things I really like that we were talking about before we came live is um, you showed me a stack of index cards. Do you have 365 index cards there? So this is a month's worth of each of these and so I, I have uh this so this is the month of January. Oh. And it's five stacks. And so it's so each each stack represents a goal that I have for uh twenty twenty written on the front and then I have thirty days worth. So this first thirty days, every day I'm gonna write, you know, day one on this goal on the back I'm gonna write down the steps that I Step or steps that I took to accomplish that goal, and I'll do that for 31 days in January, and then I'll put a rubber band back on that stack and put it in the drawer and start a new stack in February. And the whole principle here is that I have a visual. I'm I'm looking at my goals every day, which you should, and then I am taking action every day, which you should. I'm writing down that action, and then I'm memorializing it. So as my stacks grow you know, for each goal, right, yeah. then I'm seeing, wow, look at all those steps I've taken. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, all of a sudden, five months in, I'm going to have a stack of it like this for one goal. And we know that the reason why people don't accomplish their goals is because they stop taking steps and stop taking action. So it's just a really simple way to stay on track, hold yourself accountable, and then you can look back and see the steps you've taken. And then also, hey, are these meaningful steps or are these boy I just staying busy in this, right? And so you'll it'll it'll really be a great guide to say, you know what, I was doing those things but not getting anywhere. I need to I need to take better action or more directed or specific. So so I'm really excited about that. That's a new goal hack that I learned this year from another gentleman in my networking. I'm doing it. I'm going out and I'm getting my index cards today. I love that. And I, what I did, Dr. Deb, is they have these, uh, of course, you know, they have the standard white. Yeah. But I went with the colored. I like the colored. Card. Yeah. And the colored in an office Mac, it comes in um, a, a set of 100. So five colors and they each have 20 in each. So I bought a couple stacks of those. And so I have some extra. Yeah. But there's enough there for my first month, and then I'll go back and purchase another stack and another stack. And so I just felt like the color coding 
would help a I lot. I love too. color coding. You know, that after a while, I'm going to look and see, when I see the yellow, I'm going to be, oh, yeah, that's that's about the book, you know, that I'm writing. And when I, when I commit to that and I take steps on writing every day, we both know we're going to be talking one day on the show about how I completed the book. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, ex- I'm, I'm just excited about that. I love that. You know, I, I actually, I do lists and I color code my lists. And that, that works really well, except I need, I need something else to add to that because I've got, um, it, it's, it's like I need more centralization or something. I keep looking to my left because I'm looking out at this table on this, this room that adjoins my office here, and I'm looking at the stack of lists. <laughs> oh, good. You know, tick off the things that need to be done, the to-do. And I and I always make lists, and I look at my list the night before and look and see what do I have to do for the next day. And and you know, how did I do? You know, I wanna be I wanna be sure that I'm I am I am you know, marking things off that I needed to do. It's so easy to get behind. It really it really is. And so this really when you make certain activities when you put them to the front of the list yeah when you put them to the front you make sure they get done every day then when you have your primary task completed early then the rest of the day now you know it's kind of icing on the top you know cherry on top you know you're hey i've gotten everything i i know is really important done with my goals and so you feel good and then you're even more productive but you can get so bogged down with minutia mm. and we're busy all day but busyness and productivity are not synonyms busyness and progress are not synonyms and so it's all about making progress and even an incremental progress of progress so here's an example i got from a friend she said this and it made so much sense she says if you're planning to you're gonna your goal is to run five miles a day you're going to build up to five miles a day she said if you go to the athletic store and bought a pair of running shoes and brought them home yeah that's progress okay that's progress you know i mean it is people don't look look at it that way yeah yeah right it's progress you know hey i got my gear okay i've got my side because you need the gear you do need the gear in my program and I've settled on this program and, and you're, but you're taking steps every day all of a sudden you're walking then you're jogging you know then you're expanding and, and it goes from there but every little piece is progress so we need to give ourselves credit for all the little steps we take and not beat ourselves up because we're not running five miles yet give yourself credit that you have made all these small incremental steps but they're leading you in the direction of your dreams, leading you in the direction of your best self and your best life. How many times do you talk to somebody and you say, so how's your day going? What have you been doing? You know, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. What, what do you mean you don't know? Like Every day I've got tangible things that I do and tangible things that I want to do. And then it always cracks me up. It, there's, haven't you ever had people around you who go, how do you get all that done? And I'm thinking to myself, 
I don't even feel like I'm scratching the surface here. If you knew how much is in my mind, how I want to get done, you know, well, you seem like you're so busy all the time. My head is busy and my body wants to be with it. There's a lot to do. It's a big life. I've really accomplished a lot this past year. However, when I evaluate it, be honest with yourself. You realize there's still a lot of meat on the bone, still left the productivity on the table. Absolutely. And doing things that weren't productive, and, and even scheduling and planning relaxation time yeah. is productive. It's yeah, it is absolutely. And I remember one time that uh, I wrote on, I made a post in it, and it was this. It just, it just said. Over it was a sentence over and over again, and it just highlighted through. And it basically, it said that your goals, your goals don't don't know it's Saturday, right? I wrote, and but I wrote it, and then I and then I colored that word. You know, I changed the color of that word so it went through diagonal, but it was the same sentence stacked up like ten times. Yeah. And I posted it, and I remember a lady, not in my network, well, my daughter does, and. You know, I need to, you know, schedule time with my family and this and that. And I didn't, you know, I didn't even respond to it. I said, well, I said, hey, you know, that's very important. This and that. But what I really wanted to say is, isn't scheduling family time, shouldn't that be part of your goal? <laughs> right? Because people look at Saturday and they say, ah, you know, I don't need to do anything today. Well, your goals don't know it's Saturday. And so even on a Saturday, we need to be doing things that move us towards our goal. And if relaxation, yeah, family time, absolutely, a nap, yes, in right, you, yep, do that, do that. It's right, right. So sometimes people are just ornery. Yeah, just like oh, I'm tired of these people that are always okay. <laughs> okay, then keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, how well it works for you. You're giving me a window into what you're. So tell me what you're going to do on New Year's Day here today, and then I'll tell you what I'm doing. So I'm going to take steps on my – I've got five goals that I set aside here, so I'm going to take steps on all five, and um, I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to shoot a few videos today, and um, then I'm going to have some fun, you know, play some games. Do some addition. I'm doing some extra reading today mm-hmm. and just um, look at my calendar for, for January and really just go into that. You know, I'm looking forward to Monday getting getting back to the normalcy of business and right. being able to get a hold of people again, right. you know, and all that. And everybody will be ready to get on par. So I'm excited to. to um, knock my set my steps out here on these goals, get that done before lunchtime, which will be really good. But hey man, I've got all these done already. And uh and be making plans for uh, this first week yeah. and getting that dialed in so that when Monday hits, you know, I've got everything that I need and right. and uh, hit ready. the ground running. I'm gonna um so I am going to work through my I'm gonna I'm gonna have coffee. <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna um sit and talk with my little beta fish 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna say good morning to my plants and give everybody a drink who's thirsty. They're doing pretty good, but I like to walk around. Some people are just on a routine, like you water them on this day. No, I walk around, I touch the soil, feel it, see how they're doing. I love doing that. So my indoor gardening, I love to do, and <clears throat> that's a part of my everyday routine is to do those things. Uh, and and it just grounds me, you know, and it's wonderful aromas and touch therapy and all that. And then um, I will I will come back in here and I will sit down on in my outer office and and take a look at what my lists are and figure out what I want to do to structure your model of those index cards. I love that idea. Index cards are fabulous tools. Then. I'm going to go to the beach and I'm and I'm looking right now at some um there might be a duck out there floating. Sometimes it's hard to tell, you know, like they get one by themselves for a while. So I'll go to the beach and I'll and I'll do that. That's a part of my everyday life. I love being on the water and take a walk and move my body. And then I will um I will take a drive. At dusk, I'll do some voice work here. I've got I've got a number of uh, projects to do on the microphone and the and the video. I'm starting a new series. It's a daily, uh, like minute to a minute and a half on the video with you know I got a new a new lights and I got a new um, microphone. So does it sound better? I like it. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a series of those and write them out, what, what I want the theme to be and how often I want it to shift. And then this evening at, at dusk, like at 4 o'clock, I'll get in my car and I will drive around and enjoy absolute 100% the Christmas decorations in the city uh, and some of uh, the hot neighborhoods. That's awesome. You know, one of the other things I like to do as we close here is I've got a little, I've got a, a little board of directors. You know, I love that. I, I did that. Ninety seconds. Call, call the, call the meetings to, to order and, and, and just, and just look at those names, right, and visualize that conversation. And sometimes I, like, give me one sentence. All I got time for today. <laughs> I, go, I go around the board, and, and so my board is uh, we got Edmund Hillary. One minute. Dalai Lama. Ray Kroc, Steve Jobs, Sun Tzu, Sir Rogers. All right. Yay. I love <laughs> I love your board of directors, and I love you, Charlie. I love that we do this show. Happy New Year, and this is the first of many of these that we will do, like 52. <laughs> awesome. Glad to be here. Love you, and uh, have an awesome start to your 2021. You too. Hang with me here. Friends are saying toodaloo.